it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to our very first podcast. My name is Brandy. And I'm Stephanie. And And this this is your your weekly dose of BS. Thank you so much for tuning in and subscribing and getting us to number one on iTunes podcast chart. By the way, I cannot believe we're number one. I woke up at 5.30 a.m. I know you texted me. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) My husband is sleeping for, you know, getting ready. And by the way, you also texted executives from. Well, I wanted them to be proud of us. Our network. And um, (laughs) it's like 3.30 their time. You know what? I do not care. It was, I was very excited. You were very excited. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. So I felt like everybody needed to congratulate us at that moment. Yes, it might only be for, you know, 15 minutes, but, you know, we were still We were number one. (laughs) (laughs) And we're never number one on anything because usually you talk about number two. So that is amazing. Totally. Oh my goodness. This is going to be unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetically sharing our life with you. We want to hear some of your BS, share some of my RBS, and probably start a little BS ourselves along the way. And I am so excited, first of all, to do this. This is something Brandy and I have talked about for almost two years. Yes. And we finally made the commitment just to do it. Um, And it's cool because I get to spend a little bit of extra time with my best friend. So for me, that's a big perk. Yeah, I agree. And you know what? This is like, very therapeutic for me because I always talk to you at least for an hour every day on the phone, but now I get to see you. I know. It's so weird because I feel like we talk on the phone much more than we actually get to see each other. So this is kind of our way to hang out. And then we can tell our husbands, hey, we're working. (laughs) This is our job. Exactly. Exactly. I remember one time when um, Travis got mad at you because I guess he looked at your minutes on your phone and how many minutes in a week that you had talked to me. Oh, yeah. And it was like crazy. It was. He was like, you pretty much have a part-time job talking to Brandy. This is insane. Yeah. So now we're, we're sharing our conversations with you guys. Congratulations. <laughs> so sit back, relax, and lower your expectations because this is our very first podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me so nervous because it can only go downhill from here. <laughs> well... <laughs> Sometimes going downhill is a good thing, though. Yeah. Because you get to climb back up. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. We're going to climb back our way back up to the top, hopefully. Yes. So what have you been up to? So I just got back from France. I went to the French Alps with my kids and Trey, my assistant, because Travis couldn't make it. And God forbid I ever travel alone for more than, you know, four hours to Oklahoma. (laughs) So we all went on a happy family vacation to the French Alps. And it was so much fun. The kids skied. Um, I, and I love skiing as a, for a family vacation because it's kind of built in babysitters too, because they have ski school for the kids. So I would put the kids in ski school until around noon, and then I would ski with them for the rest of the day. It was so much fun. Um, I will say though, on the way there, we had a two and a half hour ride to the hotel and it's really windy roads, it's snowing, it's really dark. And the guy told us halfway up, he's like, you know, there are puke bags in the car. If you need them, kind of told us the location. And I'm thinking, I don't feel bad at all. We're not going to need these. So my son, Chance, 
like five minutes later was like, mom, I don't feel good. So I get the puke bag, hand it to him. He's throwing up chocolate. So it oh. looks like he's throwing up poop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Trey was feeling sick. So Trey looks at him and then Trey starts puking <laughs> like three times in a row. So I have like puke bags in the car, which the car then starts smelling like puke. It was so disgusting. So the, for the last 30 minutes, we sat there while they threw up. It was. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing and horrible at the same time. Who wants lunch? <laughs> <laughs> but my youngest, you know, my youngest son, Cruz, was um, complaining. He's like, when are we going to get there? When are we going to get there? And the moment they started throwing up, it was like he was living his best life. Oh, he my gosh. laughing. Oh, he, I, I, I do recall a moment like that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, whenever you were laughing at me. Yes. Yes. yes on, the we were on the boat. Yes. 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 And I was, I was just sitting back there laughing and taking tequila shots. However, <laughs> I did. I did feel bad um, in Copenhagen because I was. You were so sick. Yes. And you were sleeping with me. Yeah. It was disgusting. I mean, yeah. after you sleep with a girl that's throwing up fish all night. I'm a very good friend. I'm yeah, a very good friend. You are. I will say that. And she didn't laugh at me. No, I didn't. I like <laughs> didn't really take care of you, but I gave you space to be miserable and I like, moved the other way. <laughs> okay, so what did you do, Brandy? Like, what was your... You know, we had a slumber party for one of my girlfriends at um, the Star, at the Omni, and we saw the cheerleaders, the cowboy cheerleaders, and the girls loved it. And we roamed the halls of the hotel and... You know, and then my kids brought their roller skates and to the hotel. Yeah, and they roller skated all around the hotel. You Were have the to people annoyed. I think so, but that's okay <laughs> because I mean I was watching them, right? But yeah, so that's definitely if you've never done that with your kids, take their roller skates or roller blades when you go to a hotel, and they have the most fun. Those halls are wide. Well, next thing you know, there's going to be like on every hotel, like <laughs> no roller skates, no roller skates. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really, really fun, and um, and then. We also went to see Jeremy Pippins at his stand-up comedy show. And I have to say, he's very charismatic and really funny. I was, you know, like you're pleasantly surprised when somebody has kind of it all. Like they can act, they can, they're funny, they can kind of, you know, do it all. And he kind of did a little play on the whole entourage thing, which was also really fun because I love Entourage. entourage it was too. so good i miss it please come back and um but what the funny part i think was is that he was kind of making fun of himself for being this you know hollywood you know amazing actor and stuff but then he brought up the rock and how the rock had never had an acting class in his life but yet he was like the number one paid and you know sought after kind of guy and he's like and here's me <laughs> so and then, and then I started thinking about it, and I was like, "Is that true? Is that true? Is it is true? There... Did you look it up? Because I think The Rock is a really good actor, and he has so much charisma. And you watch him, and you just want to be his friend because he's so nice. Like, yeah, just... well, and he's hot. He is. Hot, he's really. I will say, yeah, he's really good to look at. Um, but I was impressed overall with Jeremy. And then afterwards, he was at the door saying hello and thanking everyone for being there. So I thought that was very, very nice because it was a smaller venue and. You know, it, it just, I think it takes a special person to really go out of their way to say, say, thank you for coming. You yeah. Know? Especially whenever they've made it. I feel like the more famous people are and the more success they have, sometimes they take it for granted. Um, but I think it's cool whenever you thank the people who got you there, which is the audience and yeah. the fans. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. That's so cool. So that's kind of what I did, you know. Did you go with and Brian? 
I did go with Brian. Yes. Okay. That's yeah. fun. It was I fun. feel like that's like the thing that I need to work on more is just doing those date nights because Travis and I will go out, but a lot of times our date nights are things we have to do. Right. So you kind of go out like where it's a job and not where it's something fun and spontaneous. Yeah. You know what is really funny? Brian couldn't sleep the other night. And so he turned the TV on and I always get mad because I cannot sleep with the TV on. But he, you know what he put it on was the movie Girls Night. And have you seen that movie? Uh-huh. Yeah, I yeah. have. It's amazing. Oh, my gosh. And he was laughing out loud, like hysterically. And I was. And the part that he laughed most about, um, <laughs> well, two things were <laughs> when they the girl had to pee and she peed over all the people. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, my God, that's something you and Stephanie would do. <laughs> <laughs> we have peed in bushes before. Yes. And then <laughs> <laughs> like, he was like, I can totally see Stephanie not being able to hold it because, yes. you know. After babies, she has a problem, like, holding her pee-pee. And then you coming in and backing her up, like, it's okay, I'll do it too. <laughs> <laughs> and then what's funny is there's the grapefruit scene. Uh-huh. Yes. And then Brian ran to the grocery store yesterday to get diapers for me. And he came home with two grapefruits. And I was like, oh, honey. Yeah, so I don't understand. So he went and bought a grapefruit. I remember the movie, but I don't remember anything about a grapefruit. Oh, my God. How could you not remember the grapefruit? I, so I don't. They were... <laughs> They were talking about, um, you know, giving men, you know, sexual pleasure. Um, And so the one girl gets a grapefruit and she cuts off both ends and makes a little hole in the middle and then puts it on um, a sexual chocolate. (laughs) Actually, in the the movie, she puts it on a banana. Uh And then she demonstrates how to give this. And then, like, so you're sliding the grapefruit and you're going. Oh, my gosh. Did you do that? No, <laughs> like but, guys are nasty. But then later <laughs> in the movie, one of the girls takes two and does it to someone that yeah that she's feeling feisty with. And um, anyways, so Brian brings home two, and I'm like, oh no, no, you can only handle one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, no! I mean, I if you do that, let me know. I don't think if Travis, I don't think I could do that to Travis. I would be like, <laughs> no. I mean, I, evidently, I think Brian was really thinking about it. I mean, he went out of his way from the diaper aisle to the <laughs> the, <laughs> the grapefruit <laughs> section. Yes, yes. To like produce. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, that oh is God. hysterical. <laughs> well, now we get to look forward to next year. Right now, I'm just really stuck on what just happened because, you know, it takes a while to kind of get over the, oh, my gosh, the holidays have come and gone, right? It just happens yeah. so quickly. I'm not going to lie. When I was a kid, I used to love... Christmas. As an adult, I do not like Christmas as much. It is so hard. Both of our families, Travis and I's families live out of state. So I feel like I'm never home. I'm always exhausted. And I never enjoy Christmas like I used to. Do you ever feel like that? Like when I was a kid, I loved it. Now I'm like, oh, December. I hate you. Yeah. It's so hard. Yeah. Well, I, I do love Christmas. I love, 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 love Christmas. I love it. Um, we, I actually start putting up my Christmas decorations like right after Halloween. I do it's not. Like the switch out for me. <laughs> so my Christmas decorations are, they are up like for a few months. Okay. So yes. No, I do mine right after Thanksgiving and I mentally am like, okay, we're going to get this done. The kids love it. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, I need to get my you know, Christmas spirit back. I feel like that should be a challenge for you next year. We're going to work on that for you. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to take you Christmas caroling. But haven't you had like... Don't you watch the Hallmark Channel and you like get like, oh my God, the warm and fuzzies like repeat? 
Like, <laughs> well, if you watch the Hallmark Channel, and I love watching the Hallmark Channel, but it's kind of the same story, but just a different man and woman. Everybody falls but, in love. Yeah, it's the same premise. You can fall in love time. with me. I, I'm already in love with you. I don't need to fall harder. <laughs> <laughs> what would Travis do? <laughs> I've had some horror stories for the holidays, and I know you have too. So, like, what is <laughs> the worst holiday story ever? Like, Christmas, New Year? Because we used to do New Year's together. And then a few years ago, Brandy started flaking. And Brandy and Brian, now you're never going to do New Year's with us because Bruin's birthdays. Yeah, Bruin's yeah, birthday. Like, it's on Christmas or Christmas Eve. <laughs> it's on New Year's Eve. I yes. do know your birthday, baby. <laughs> but um, yes, well, I know it's just gotten harder as the kids get older because we want to include them. And then now with Bruin, it's like, oh Impossible. my gosh. Yes. Yeah. And we do have, we've had family that have been in China for a long time. So then they come in town and we don't get to see them very much. And then they're there. So we kind of end up staying with them, you know, for the for New Year's just so we can see them a little bit longer. But, you know, I will say that I, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of things. And right now I am blanking. But I do recall you leaving for Paris for, and, New, Year's. for yeah. New Year's. Yes. And over the holidays, I had um, a lot of family staying with us for a very long time. And I won't name exactly who this person is because I think They'll just know, but <laughs> your husband would kill you too. It's not Brian. It's not Brian. <laughs> it's not Brian. But um, so, um, you know, you're always cleaning up after people. I feel like when you have guests over and it's just the natural right thing to do. And so with that, um, this person was staying at my house and they brought down and just left in my laundry room floor and I'm picking up towels and things and I have like literally shitty underwear. Like like, complete poop in their underwear. Like complete poop. Like I don't know what happened. Like I don't. I mean, it was not a shark, people. Like it was. <laughs> it was a load, and I was so mad. First of all, my washing machine does not take poop. So if anybody has a skin or anything that goes in the trash, <laughs> like I'm just saying. Um, but I will say I was so mad. I took a picture and I, I got sent the it. Picture. Yes, I sent it out. To my entire family and Stephanie and I, I said to Stephanie, she, I looked on her Insta story and she's out shopping and I was like, well, you're out shopping and I'm cleaning up shit. <laughs> it was so disgusting. It was okay, so, so what gross. Did the, what did the person <laughs> who did that, because you knew who it was, what did he say? Oh, well, now he doesn't want to stay with my house anymore. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm like, I'm so sorry. That just, it scarred me. It's so gross. I don't even know what I would do if one of Travis's family members came yes. and pooped well, in their pants and left it. In and it's so room. funny. This same person, sometimes he, he wears boxer shorts to bed and like, he'll just lay on the couch, like, and with his feet, legs up and like, and then it's like, wait, I can see your ball sacks. <laughs> <laughs> and so <laughs> I have to like tell Brian, could you please tell him to close his legs? <laughs> What does Brian do? He's like, oh, God. <laughs> this person is very special, by the way. I know you should talk about I feel bad. I wish you would say his name, Actually, I understand. You cannot. No. Bad I, can't, but I know he knows who he is. And you know who hopefully you he's laughing with me right now. <laughs> <laughs> you can come back over. Just take your shitty drawers with you. Oh, my God. It's so gross. Yeah, I feel like sometimes family just gets too comfortable another you know like whenever they visit and they just come to your house and get way too comfortable i've never had any of travis's family or my family poop their pants and leave it for me to clean up so i'm very <laughs> grateful right now for you know the family that we have 
<laughs> I will say, okay, so I have one story. And you know, Cruz was, oh my gosh, I was about 12 weeks pregnant with Cruz. Chance was, oh my goodness, a little over a year old. I went to Travis's mom's house for Christmas. His entire family was there. Um, his sister shows up and she has two kids at the time and both of them are violently sick. Like they walk in the room and they're just throwing up. And I'm like, oh, no. that's disgusting, but okay. Um, so as the days go by, because we were there for four days, it's like a snowball effect. Like they get sick, then Tammy, his sister gets sick, then we're sitting eating with Travis's stepdad. He throws up on the table. Oh my God. It was like my chance got sick. And like literally there were 12 of us. Every single person got sick. So we went to the basketball game to see the Trailblazers play. And I was pregnant. So I was used to not feeling very well, but I felt just horrible. So I told Travis, I'm like, I feel like we need to leave. I don't feel right. So we walk out to the parking lot and I'm telling you, I throw up. Like he has to stop the car every three minutes so I can throw up. And usually whenever you have a stomach virus, it like it attacks one end, right? Like you either are pooping or you're puking. But this was like a double decker situation. <laughs> I was on the toilet pooping and had a trash can. I was pooping and puking at the same time, which has never happened. <laughs> and I could not stop. And Travis walks in and he is like, this is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life because I literally was like, had a trash can and I was on the toilet, but whatever. It was the way it was. But I will say, you really are one stomach virus away from your goal weight because I was pregnant <laughs> and I left that vacation skinnier than I was before I got pregnant. It was, oh, it was insane. Oh my God. But yeah, that was probably the worst vacation because I felt like the day of Christmas, half of our party were in bed sick because they had thrown up the night before. So it was just, we call it Mary Pukemus. It was the worst Christmas I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> And I ever go to his family and they're throwing up again. I am 100% leaving and getting a hotel. It was so disgusting. That was, yeah, yeah, by far the worst horror story. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, (laughs) you know, it is funny. Like, you know, when people are sick, normally they tell you, yeah, hey, um, you may not want to come in town because people are sick, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, they just they just showed up and started (laughs) sending us gifts of puke it was disgusting yeah. it was so 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 disgusting maybe not bring your kids because it is kind of a little bit of a bs <laughs> don't you think <laughs> just a little bit sorry tammy maybe just a little I, I bs it. yeah it was <laughs> or like the moment you know they are like just like maybe keep them <laughs> somewhere else <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh it's family so you it know should what? Be good. it is my favorite holiday story so thank you tammy for the memories i yes. love you yes but yeah it was yeah. so disgusting we love to feel like our lives aren't the only ones that are full of BS. So we asked some of you on Instagram about some of the BS going on. Just to make us feel better. So here's what some of you guys wrote in. Stephanie and Brandy, how do I handle fake moms at my kids' school and make genuine mom friends? I have tried to make friends with some of these women, but I feel like they are constantly looking down on me. It is almost like they are in a clique and won't let me in their circle. Hmm. You don't want to be in their circle. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, we are we're out of high school, right? We are out of high school. I mean, but honestly, I get it, you guys. <laughs> you do? Do you feel so? Do you want to fit into the mom click? Um, no, I'm just saying, like, I get it when you feel like people are looking down at you and no. like, well, yes, maybe you know, it it is a very, it's uh, there are moms I feel like that are great for the school. They are 
without the PTA moms, like sometimes things wouldn't happen, right? Yes. But then you feel pressure. You're like, well, I'm not volunteering. I'm not doing that, you know? Mm-hmm. And then there are the moms that take it just way too seriously, yeah. which I guess that's good, you know? But um, yeah, but I'd rather be me and, you know, help out when I can and maybe not. So to get back to the fake wait, this has nothing to do with PTA, does it? Like you're talking about PTA, and I'm looking down, and I'm like, does she is she having problems with her PTA? Well, how else would you meet moms at the school? Like going to class parties and carpool line and sports. Um, That's how I feel like I've met most of my mom friends. Is whenever, especially with boys, you're in soccer, you're in basketball together, so you have this mom group that you love and hang out with. And I just feel like. For me, it's been a little organic. If I connect with somebody, then I, that's my, those are my people. And then, um, and then if I don't, then it's okay. Because I feel like you can always, in life, I feel like you need one person. And that one person snowballs into another person and another person and another person. And for me, I think that's what friendship is. You find one real cool girl that you want to hang out with. And then you have this whole group of friends that she knows. And usually I feel like, like, minded people hang out. So you, whenever I met Brandy, for example, I knew nobody in Dallas. I had just started dating Travis. And, and when I met Brandy, I fell in love instantly, like definitely faster than I did Travis. <laughs> Sorry, babe. I do love you, but like you were like my soul sister. And I felt that from the beginning, but also all of the friends that you had now are my close friends because I feel like they're as amazing as you are. Yeah, and vice versa, like the friends that you've met. Yes, I agree. But I will say, like, it is it is hard. It's I get it, especially when, you know, my girls changed schools. Um, yeah. I think it's no secret that we were um, we were let go of our private school, and, um, and it was very hard. I blamed myself, but, yeah, and it, I felt like, you know, the parents that I had become friends with, they didn't talk to me anymore. They didn't want to... Um, have play dates anymore with my kids, so I get it feeling left out. And really, in, in all seriousness, that's that was the hardest thing because not only did I feel like it was my fault, but my children were being affected and hurt mm-hmm. by it. And um, but I will say, switching schools and now where they're at, I mean, it just like you said, it just was so much more natural. Yeah, they embraced my kids, and you know, and and then it was. It just, like you said, it just was natural. And Mm -hmm. I think that if it's not natural, then that's just not your group. Yeah. I feel like you have to, I mean, even for my youngest son, Cruz, he was at a different school, which is an amazing school. My oldest is still at that particular school. But even moving him, I feel like when your children are flourishing and they're making their friends, you organically start to connect with other parents. Right. And when it's not a good fit, then I feel like then you move on and do something that is a good fit. Right. Um, but yeah, it's schools are hard and I cannot imagine what you went through. Like I think about that and I feel like it's hard whenever you feel left out, but I think whenever your children are suffering, it hurts more. It hurts yes. more because you, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. And I, yeah, yeah, that would be so hard. <clears throat> so I totally get it. So I just would always, um, you know, put it on myself for my kids. Like, I'm sorry, this is mommy's fault. It's not your fault. You know, and um, and every time I will say that we drive by their old school, we pray for them. That's good. That's yeah. really good. Aww. But I hope you make I hope you make some friends, um, some mommy friends at the school. I think I know it's hard, but I do feel like if you wait, it organically will happen. Right. 
like just find the smiling nice one in the corner who doesn't have a friend and then be their friend. Yeah, because some people are not <laughs> like us. They might be really, really shy. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like a lot of times people are waiting for somebody else to make the first move. So find somebody who also is kind of by themselves and then reach out to them and then there you go. That's your friend. Yeah. Okay, so here is another one. Bestie boy problems. Ooh. Dear BSers, my best friend keeps getting hung up on the same crappy man, and I need advice on how to get her over him. I don't want to sound like a bad friend, but I am tired of having to comfort her every time he screws up her life. How do I get her to get it? Well, you know, sometimes it is just being there for them. I mean, eventually, it's hard for us because we... I mean, we've been in situations where it's like we want to give each other advice, but really you just kind of have to live it yourself. Like, it, and because there could be some resentment there mm-hmm. if you try to give advice because they're not ready to hear it. It's they, they just have to live it out and you have to be, you know, the best friend that you are and just stand by her. And, you know, eventually it'll happen. But it, if he's not hurting her, you know, and physically, but possibly mentally, you know, maybe you should suggest hey, why don't you go see a counselor? I mean, therapy is in having, you know, somebody's opinion that's maybe not yours. And I mean, Stephanie, you and Travis, y'all stay consistently in it. It's so healthy for you. Yeah, I think therapy's amazing. But I will say, I have have been in relationships. I can tell you one time when I was younger, um, my best friend, Sarah, oh my gosh, God bless her. But I was in a relationship for a long time throughout college. And I kind of felt married to the guy. And we you know, whenever we broke up, I was so sick because we were engaged. People don't know that, but I was engaged for a hot minute when I was, oh my gosh, right out of college. And I was so sick and my feelings were so hurt. And I felt like I could not go on without this relationship. And I felt like I let everyone down and I just felt like I had failed. It was the most horrible experience ever. And, um, and I was so sick that I would throw up. Have you ever been so like yes. heartbroken that you physically, like yes. it physically manifests? I would just, I would throw up all the time. I was, I could just, my emotions were all over the place. And even though she was miserable, I'm sure having to be there for me, sometimes she would just come over and sit with me and we wouldn't say anything, but it made all the difference in the world because sometimes when you're hurting or when you're in a bad place, you just want to feel like somebody's there. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like sometimes it's not about giving advice. Right. But it's more about just saying, like, I'm here for you if you need me. And sometimes people just want to feel seen and that their pain matters. Yeah. So, yes. Just be kind to your friend. Yes. Yes. Even yes, if she's yes. annoying you. Brandy is very kind, and I know I annoy her all the time. Oh, <laughs> I know I annoy you. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the, the roles have reversed. No. Okay, so I think there's one more. Brandy, take it away. Brandy and Stephanie, after being a stay-at-home mom for eight years, I have decided to go back into the workforce because I missed having something to do with my day. Both of my kids are in school, but I'm able to drop them off every day and dinner is still on the table every night. But for some reason, my husband is making me feel bad for not being home all the time. What do you do when your spouse is not supportive of you going back to work? Oh, I just threatened a divorce. (laughs) Brandy! <laughs> oh, no, I'm not oh even God. joking. I, and, and he knows I'm like all kidding, but I'm not even joking. I have thrown that out there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. It's well. not healthy, but <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That is so bad. 
I should not be laughing at this. Uh, oh, my Lord. Uh, you know I do, too. I'm like, no, no I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he didn't want me to go to Afghanistan. And I was like, well, <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> you can divorce me. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Well, I will say whenever I will say whenever I went back to work with the show, I feel like I feel like people want you to be they say they want you to be like self-sufficient, right? And make your own money. And it sounds great to guys. But whenever I whenever your husband makes all the money and, you know, I was Travis Holman's wife and he was, you know, the one out there. And I think that it became comfortable for him. But the moment that we were on the show, I feel like season two, it kind of shifted to where he was Stephanie Holman's husband. Yes. And yes. I do not think he liked that. He never will flat out say it, but I know it bothers him. Yeah. Like I know it does because he's always been Travis Holman, Holman Lockers, you know, like he's always had things going on and it's always, my life has been about him. Right. And right. raising our children and it's, my world's revolved around him and his dreams and when it's reversed and they're known more so as your, you know, yes. when they're at a bar and people come up and they're like, oh my God, I love your wife. I'm sure that does something to their ego. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm uh, proud. I hopefully, but yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Brian has done a lot of marketing and things for his company where he's given interviews with um, major networks and things. And he, he said, it's, it's crazy because he'll be sitting there talking professionally about his company and and their goals and things like that. And then he'll go, and how is your wife, Brandy? We just love her. And he's like, <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I think it's definitely, it's so weird. And I, I talk to my assistant Trey all the time because I'm like, sometimes I feel like he does not, like Travis supports me, but he doesn't know what to do with it. Yeah. Like sometimes it's like he almost gets jealous or a little annoyed that the roles are kind of reversed in our relationship. He still is a breadwinner, but I feel like he's known more as my husband than I am his wife. And I think that really bothers him. And the same thing, like with interviews and everything, like his PR team will ask me to go and do things with him. Um, and yeah, it's just very strange. Mm -hmm. It's a very strange dynamic. Yeah. And I feel like if you don't have a good marriage and you're not working on it, which whenever you do... Something like this for a living whenever you're on TV, I think that it can really hurt a marriage if you're not really thinking about your spouse. Right. And, you know, like how different it is for them. Right. Um, and for me, I've, I've had to go to therapy and Travis and I have to talk about it because if not, I feel like, I feel like it could just get out of hand in our relationship and our dynamic could change so much to where we almost become strangers. Right. Right. No, totally. Do you ever feel like that? Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, I the world knows that Brian and I had marital problems. We shared them. And I think that, yeah, communicating and, you know, really pulling each other together and making them understand, you know, how you feel. Like sometimes, you know, being a stay-at-home mom, you become so selfless and it's important to have your own thing as well. And I think, you know, and, and you know, some people are stay-at-home dads, you know? Yeah. So I think it's just important for everybody to have a passion or something that they, they love to do, whether it's working out or just making time for themselves or if they want to go back to work. And, you know, and some people love having that sense of their own their own money and their own, you know, 
I'm, you know, it's, it's always fun to, for me, when I started, you know, when I went back with the show to work, I, um, you know, I loved being able to have my own money and to be able to surprise Brian with little things here and there. And I don't know. And so before, I mean, I don't know about you, but I would tell, I would ask Travis like for Christmas, I'd be like, what would you like me to buy you with your money for Christmas? Yeah. (laughs) You know, his money. Do you know what I would do every time I'd go to the grocery store? Um, I also did this like, um, for my Botox, but, um, I would like, um, when I check out, I would ask for cash. So like Brian would never know. So then I would like hoard cash. <laughs> yes. And then get your boat. And then, yeah. And everybody thought I was a stripper because I would give out <laughs> cash. <laughs> no, you know what? Travis used to complain about me getting Botox. And here's the trick. Ladies, if you're listening. One day I told him, hey, you should really think about getting Botox too because you're getting older and you have some wrinkles on your face. <laughs> so the moment that he felt like it was necessary for him to get Botox is the moment that like he never complained because he was doing it too. So before he was like, what are you doing? This is such a waste of money. And now he goes in religiously, like, yeah. you know, two to three times a year and gets Botox. Yeah, I haven't quite got Brian there yet. Well, so. it's a game changer. It's a game changer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he'll ever do it, but we shall see. Yes. Okay. Oh my goodness. So one of the favorite things about like our relationship and my favorite thing about Brandy is you make the funniest voices. You are hysterical and you do the best prank calls ever. And I'm not going to lie, when Brandy and I drink a little too much or a lot too much, (laughs) my favorite thing is prank calling because she's amazing. And I feel like you can do like 50 different voices. I've never met anyone in my life who is as gifted as you are. And you're so serious. You never break character. (laughs) So I think it'll be really fun to add like this component in the podcast. So this is going to be starting some BS and we asked you to write us with um, people that you'd like us to prank call. This is our acts of service for you today. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and I, I do so I excited. do love to prank call. I think I prank call my cast members all the time. Um, and the only person that answers is Stephanie. We might have already talked about this. Well, and she then- drinks too much. And then she forgets <laughs> to block her number. So I know it's her. <laughs> and I never fall for it. I'm like, you're, you're the only one that likes me. <laughs> I always answer. I always answer. So the first person we're going to call is Matt. Um, His best friend, Allison, wanted to, I guess, have one of us call him and just kind of pretend that there's some sexual activity going on. um, And we were concerned about it. So this is all you, Brandy, because you are the best prank caller. Concerned. I want to join in on this. (laughs) However you feel about it, just be yourself. Um, (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Hello. Is this Matt? Yeah. Hi, Matt. I'm your neighbor. My neighbor? Yes. I'm your neighbor, Barbara. And I just wanted to call you because I've been hearing some sexual sounds in your coming from your home. And I'm just, I just want to know what you're doing to make those sounds. I mean, it sounds so good. It's like, uh, 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 oh my God, I'm so uh, sorry. You must be the new neighbor uh, that moved in. Oh, um, yes, but honestly, like I, I've started to to pleasure myself when I hear that. So I, I oh, just, wow. yeah, no, it's so good. Like, what are you doing over there? Um, well, I do run my own business, and oh, I'm gonna leave it at that. You know, oh, um, we oh do my some gosh, are you like, like that? You know, uh, like a male gigolo? 
Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, now I know. Yes, this yeah. is so exciting. Can you make some of those noises for me, please? You know, I'm at my office shop, so I can't right now, but um, oh. if you want to come over sometime, maybe. Oh, my gosh. I yes. can teach you. Yes, yes. That sounds amazing. Wow, yeah, I mean, sure. Okay, do you want my number? Yeah, why not? Okay. My name is Brandy. And this is Stephanie. And, and you have nothing better to do with our lives than prank call you. Oh, what my, I literally was like, who the fuck is calling me? I'm like, You've I don't have BS. any yes, You are the first prank call on our new podcast. Oh, what my God. You guys are so funny. Thank you. I bet Barbara's hot. Cause yeah, Barbara's just like Barbara. hot. Oh, my gosh. I love like, it. Well, okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Guys. Thank you. Thank, oh, oh, who 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 her, told him? Your to, be, his best friend. Your best friend. Let me see. I just pulled you up on Instagram because I'm that. Are you there? It's Allison. Oh, Do you know God. Allison? Yeah, she she's, isn't she the best? She's so well. <laughs> she was very cute. And, oh my God, Stephanie. Yes. So your kid's tutor, Nicole. Yes. Um, I went to high school with her cousin Kelly. Stop it! It is such a small yeah. world, isn't it? I know. I know. That is I was. Insane. Um, Aww. I like saw her on my TV and I was like, holy shit, I know her. That's Aww. crazy. Crazy. Aw. <laughs> Matt, thank you so much for watching us. Yes, we appreciate thank you. you. Yeah, yeah, I so appreciate have a good you. one. You too. Thank Happy you. holidays. Bye. Do you want to do one more? Chase, oh, he's adorable, says, please call my boyfriend. He literally loves you guys and always says how much he would love to meet you and Brandy both one day. How very kind. I feel like getting a prank call from you would make his entire life. I know it's probably not the best reason, but please prank call him. Well, his love for us is always the best reason. So let's do it. So, Brandy, this is like anything you want to say. Whatever you feel compelled to do, Brandy. Okay. But make it good. Don't suck. <laughs> just kidding. Don't suck. <laughs> okay, so. That one, other one is easy because I could just be my own voice. <laughs> wait, he did not give his boyfriend's num- name. Did you say it was Chase? I'll I say, who like are you? Chase is the guy that wrote us. Okay, yeah, say so you're looking for Chase. Okay, ready? Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Do you know Chase? I'm sorry, who is this? Do you know Chase? This is his girlfriend. Do you know him? Do you what? know him? This is his girlfriend. This is his girlfriend, Annie. Do you know, do you know him? I just need to know. Annie? Yes, this is Annie. <laughs> what type of prank is he playing? We know we met on Bumble. This is Annie, and my boyfriend is Chase. But I've heard through the grapevine that he's also with you. Through the grapevine, is he double dipping? I just want to know. <laughs> Hello. What? He's double dipping, isn't he? You know about me. That's why you're laughing. You know about no, I me. Have... No, I think this is a joke. No, let's get him on the phone. Get him on the phone. Why don't you get him on the phone? Well, because I want you must not know his number, because if you can't get him on the phone, then he must just be with me. Hello? Do you even know where he's from? Well, I know where he's from. I've been there before. 
I can hear him laughing in the background. Well, he's 100% plant-based. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? You are on our first podcast episode. Congratulations. Um, this is uh, Stephanie Holman and Brandy Redman. And um, Wait, your is this boy- real? <laughs> yes. Can you literally no like, way. like, what's your name really? We don't have your name. He wanted us to prank call you, but he gave no name. So all we had was my Chase. Is, <laughs> my name is Connor. Connor. Okay, oh, Connor. So I, nice I am not Annie you. the girlfriend, but. <laughs> Why did you use the name Annie? Because it was so written right there. better than Annie. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. You are so cute. Thank you for answering our phone call, by the way. We greatly appreciate it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Absolutely. So, so are you at work today? I am at work. Oh, what do you do? Uh, I work in medical staffing, so I help staff physicians at hospitals across the country. Oh my gosh, you're very smart then. (laughs) And then in my spare time, I watch The Real Housewives of Dallas. Oh Oh my thank you for watching. I love you. Thank you for watching. Why does your boyfriend? Yeah, absolutely. What does your boyfriend's um, Instagram say? Hundred percent plant based. (laughs) Like yoga and everything else, I understand, but the plant based. So we yeah. only we are uh, we're vegan. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That makes Have sense. Have you been to Spiral? Oh yeah. And um, what does it mean to be vegan? Just eating vegetables, I think. Just eating vegetables. Uh, just vegetables. Yeah. So no, no meat, no byproducts. Have you ever had a hamburger? Oh, no, I have. I used to get a hamburger at a Chinese restaurant. I was all about Oh, really? That sounds gross. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the burger was made out of, but I ordered it. Tofu? Yeah. See, we, you've always been eating I, vegan. He's always been, been eating tofu. He just doesn't tofu know Tofu cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I knew what vegan was. I was just asking for other people. Like, <laughs> yeah, in case our listeners are like me. I am not an idiot. <laughs> No, I am I not. Brandy always thinks I'm much dumber than I really am. <laughs> no, I know you're so smart. <laughs> Even though it's she gets her news from me. Our dumb are really smart. I Yes. She does are, get her news yes. from me. Like, I tell her the most random things. And I'm like, do you believe me? And she's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you get your news from? <laughs> the news. She really does. This one time, let me tell you, she told me the story that this... Like about elevators, because she was, I went in elevator head first, and she was like, oh my God. And I was like, oh, what in the world? So then she said, did you know that I watched on the news that at a hospital, this doctor went head first into an elevator and it chopped his head off, yes, right? Yes, story. It happened in Houston. And I was like, there's no way this is true. And then I looked it up. I told Travis, and he was like, oh, she's so full of it. We looked it up, and it's true. Somebody did get their head chopped off at a hospital. I think it was in Houston. It was in Houston, yeah. And you know what? That head was in there with random people. <laughs> so that was a bad day at work. Funny, but it really isn't funny. But can you imagine me when those other people in the elevators, a doctor's coming through to save somebody's life. And then, and then who's going to save the doctor? <laughs> you're, you're in there with the head. <laughs> it's, it's like a bowling ball rolling around. It's like, not funny. And if you're everybody's that taking man, the I head away you. from them. Like, <laughs> Ew. But it is a true That was story. really bad. That was really bad. Yeah. May you rest in peace, head. <laughs> okay. Okay, bye, All Connor. Right, thanks so much. Bye, this bye. Bye. My day. <laughs> bye. Thank you guys for tuning in for our very first episode and getting your weekly dose of BS. Please be sure to subscribe to stay updated on all of our BS and get alerts when a new episode goes live. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. My handle is at Steph Holman. Mine is at Brandy with an I, Redmond. We'll be back next week for a little bit more BS. Yeah. Until then. Until then. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.